Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the James Wilson Show. My name is James Wilson and today we have a lot to get to as the New York Times opinion article claims that we need more of the Green New Deal, AOC gets excited about oil prices dropping below zero, and we talk small businesses. Stay tuned, you're listening to The James Wilson Show. All right, so we start today off with the New York Times opinion article. I always like including different opinion articles from Democratic-leaning Democratic leaning website, so we can kind of talk about and refute some of their arguments. So this one happens to be from the New York Times talking about the Green New Deal and the CARES Act. So for those who do not know what the CARES Act is, that's the act that provides relief for small businesses. You know, you know, was a two trillion dollar bill when it was first proposed, and that was to provide checks to American citizens to try and get through this crisis. So. They report, quote, On the last Friday in March, I lost hope. I have always believed in America, not in our inherent good, I'm too black for that, but in our sheer animal will to survive. Okay, so before we go any further, let's just talk about this for a second. I have always believed in America, not in our inherent goodness, I'm too black for that. So it seems like by this sentence, they're suggesting that you have to be a certain racial group to realize that slavery was wrong. So what I'm getting to here is they're trying to say that when when America was founded, you know, there there was slavery involved and people were still allowed to have slaves. You know, so definitely, you know, very different and very wrong today, you know. Women weren't allowed to vote. You know, slaves, the three-fifths compromise, all bad things. But to suggest that you're too black to realize, to not realize our inherent goodness, to suggest that because I'm white, I don't realize that slavery is bad, or if you're not black enough, if you don't align their values with them, then then you you believe in, you know, this this sort of stuff doesn't actually make very much sense. But okay, let's actually get to you know the main piece of the article. So they say, crisis after crisis, our country has evolved to meet the moment even if that meant changing the way we thought the world worked or striving to upend the imbalance of power. But on that Friday, I was on my couch working with the messages started working when the messages started to pour in. Friends sent me video after video of Republican senators debating stimulus measures to address the coronavirus crisis, standing in the Senate chamber, saying that the Green New Deal, a proposal that I helped create, was the reason millions of Americans could not receive the help that they needed. Oh, so so now they are creating the argument that it's irritating to them because um, they're saying that the Green New Deal would hurt the economy and putting that in the bill is bad, but because they did that, because it's a proposal they helped create, they've now lost hope in America. So... What I'm starting to get from this is that if we don't align our ideas with whoever this author is, if we don't align our beliefs, our ideology with what they're saying, and because they helped write the Green New Deal, then that's why they lost hope in America. That's that's kind of ridiculous to say. And let's let's just apply it to me. So, for example, you know, I am a cons- I am a young conservative. 
I'm not expecting everyone to have to agree with me. In fact, one of my beliefs as a conservative is that other people have a right to their own opinion, and I'll respect that. I really want to respect that. I want to listen to other to others' ideas and learn more. But that, you know, I'm still a young conservative. I'm still a conservative. But just because not everyone agrees with me, which I agree they have the right to do, I agree that there should be free speech in their country, that is in no way... That's, that's no reason why I should lose hope in America. That's a ridiculous sentence to make. That, that, you know, I don't agree that we should have the Green New Deal, but some people debate that we should. So I've lost all hope in America. No, America is founded on founding principles such as the freedom of speech, freedom of religion, and the right to bear arms. All things that I can look back to. And the more we destroy our constitution, the more we um, rip up the document that led us down this path of prosperity and liberty, you know, sure, I might lose hope in America. But the fact that people are saying that maybe we shouldn't spend $93 trillion and because they helped create it, because these senators, these Republican senators aren't aligning their ideology, their beliefs with this author who helped create this bill, now that they've, that's why they lost hope in America, which is, which is something ridiculous. You know, like the whole point of the Constitution, the whole point of, you know, what the founders did was to set up liberty, capitalism, and rights for all. You know, obviously they're slaves back then, and that's, that's a bad thing, and we do need to look at that and remember that as part of history. You know, slavery is wrong, slavery is bad, but there's a lot of those founding principles, such as the right to free speech, all these things that the green new deal is trying to take away so so you so the progressive ideas that you're not happy about the ideas that are trying to lead us away from our constitution that's what leaves you know hope for you in america no it should be the exact opposite the more we leave the the constitution the sadder we should get the more senators such you know republican senators and democrat senators who fight for our constitution that's when we should continue to have hope in america and we should always continue to have hope in america the united states is the greatest country in the world we have more freedoms liberties and rights than anywhere else in the world and we're the most prosperous country so that's something to point out anyway continuing with the new york times article I was furious. Of the nearly $2 trillion in aid proposed in that first version of the Coronavirus Aid Relief and Economic Security Act, known as the CARES Act, $500 billion went toward a business relief fund with little to no oversight. $58 billion of this was earmarked for airlines and a lax definition of eligible businesses created a loophole for oil and gas. Okay, so let's talk about this and keep stopping in the article. But you know what was also included in the final bill? That no money could go towards Trump businesses, businesses associated with Trump. The whole point of that was so Democratic senators wanted to get one on Trump and say, haha, you have to pay your employees, even though, you know, we are the ones that you know, shut this all down. You know, that doesn't make very much sense. Additionally, $75 million for PBS and NPR, $25 million for the Kennedy Center, who later laid off, you know, entire, you know, entire orchestra, you know, opera, you know, all these, you know, all these things of all this wasteful spending. And I think that's what we should be looking at. Not that, you know, some of this money went to, you know, private businesses. And, and that's the whole, you know, thing, you know, 
Anyway, though, let's continue. The bill included no climate protections, so the claim that it was being held up over Green New Deal provisions was absurd, and the changes proposed by Democrats, emission reductions for airlines, limiting bailouts for fossil fuel industries, protection of airline workers, were modest. Okay, first of all, so they're saying that the Republicans held up this bill because of the Green New Deal provisions that weren't actually in it. Well, first of all, if you're proposing Green New Deal-like restrictions, such as um, limits of fossil fuels, you know, or protection, you know, all these different things, it starts to sound like the Green New Deal, and because that's one of the biggest bills associated with climate today. And no, this bill was not being held up by Republican senators. Sure, at this point, because they wanted to reverse the changes, but we got to look back and see what actually happened. What actually happened was the fact that, you know, this was a bipartisan bill. Many people thought it was going to pass. You know, the Senate thought it was going to pass. You know, all the, it was worked on bipartisanly. Nancy Pelosi came in a couple hours before they voted. And told them that, you know, basically that this was an opportunity for them to add little goodies in the bill. You know, all this extra stuff that they could add, taking advantage of the bipartisan bill because Republicans and Democrats, you know, in Congress, White House, are in a panic situation with the coronavirus. So then they wanted to add, you know, the stuff for, you know, the Green New Deal provisions. So it wasn't the Republicans who are holding this up in the first place, it was the Democrats who were the one that came in, told them that, no, we need to add stuff in order for this to be passed, and then the Republicans fought against that. So I think it's kind of unfair to suggest that the Republicans were the ones holding this up the entire time and they don't have American workers, you know, in mind. This was something that they wanted to get passed and something they worked on bipartisanly with the other side. It was the other side. It was Democrats. It was Nancy Pelosi, mainly credit to Nancy Pelosi, who told them not to vote for it so they could add in extra stuff. So now let's get into the actual beef of the article, which happens to be about the Green New Deal. So just to repeat, they say, quote, the bill included no climate protections, so the claim that it was being held up over Green New Deal provisions was absurd, and the changes proposed by Democrats, emission reductions for airlines, limiting bailouts for fossil fuel industries, protection for airline workers were modest. Okay, so let's focus on that. Emissions reductions for airlines, limiting bailouts for fossil fuels industries, and protections for airline workers. So let's just focus on those four things. So first, let's take a look. The government has been shutting down businesses and labeling them essential or unessential. You know, that's, what, that's what's been happening. So obviously, as you've been seeing that, there's less flights. You know, people are out of work because of the government. Not because they're out of work because they want to, out of work because the government did this on them. And then they're saying, if you want, you know, if you want to be bailed out, you're going to have to apply by by our new rules. Now that's a government takeover of business. That is socialism. To come in, say, you know, we're shutting down your business because of coronavirus for now. And now, you know, everyone's out of business, so no one will be able to go anywhere. You know, flights coming into the United States going out of the United States, you know, all of those restrictions that are being placed there. But if you want to bail out, if you want to survive this crisis that we put you in, you're going to have to apply by our new standards. And these aren't standards that have been, that, that they should have already been following. No, these are standards that Democrats have been trying to enact forever. 
AOC tried to pass the Green New Deal last year, and lots of these provisions included in the bill would try to try to progress America towards these ideas and this ideology of socialism. So to shut down a business and then to give them one way out, and that is to limit your use of fossil fuels for that, you know, is emission reductions and saying if you don't comply with our new standards, which we just came in unconstitutionally and made all these restrictions, we're not going to bail out your business and you're going to you're, you're not, you're going to go bankrupt and you're not going to be a business anymore. And that is socialism. That is the national ownership of businesses when you make them comply by new standards during a time of crisis, during a time such as this coronavirus pandemic. All right, so our next story actually happens to be with AOC as we were just talking about the Green New Deal and some of the restrictions they are trying to put in the CARES Act. And that happens to be actually about oil prices. So today there's been reports that oil prices have actually gone negative. So what does that mean? That means that people with oil, our businesses with oil, are paying others to get rid of their oil because they no, have, no longer have enough space. So it's a dangerous economic sign, you know. People are paying, you know, a valuable resource that has, you know, profited many countries. But Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, who's been, you know, very irritated and upset and, you know, this whole Green New Deal thing about climate change and about fossil fuels, tweeted this. She said, quote, you absolutely love to see it. This, along with record low interest rates, means it's the right time for a worker-led mass investment in green infrastructure to save our planet, cough. I don't know what that's about. But anyway, so she's saying the quiet part out loud, saying, you absolutely love to see it. Yes, we all absolutely love to see that people are losing their jobs right now. No, that's sarcastic. Our economic, you know, the workers of this country are what make this country and what support this country continually. You know, Matt Walking said on Twitter, quote, Representative AOC, after seeing news that means American workers will lose their jobs, you absolutely love to see it. That is exactly right. You know, one, one, one news source reported, quote, Oil and gas companies announced plans to cut more than 6,400 jobs on a grim day for the industry that saw the price of crude oil settle b- b- below $20 for the first time since 2001, and the amount of petroleum in the U- United States storage rose by nearly 20 million barrels. The most job losses came at Weatherford International, the business-based the Houston-based oil field service company, which said Wednesday that it plans to cut 25% of its global workforce. A breakdown of where the layoffs will take place was not immediately available, but the company had said it had employed about 24,000 workers at the beginning of the year, meaning it will shed 6,000 jobs. And this just goes back to the argument about how we really need how we really need to start considering reopening the economy. Because no, it's not public health lives versus the economy or money. It's lives versus lives. People are losing their jobs right now. And the longer this is shut down, the lower we'll see even oil prices go even further. You know, more people lose their job to the point where, say we do have a vaccine. When you open up the economy again, if that's really how long we're going to wait, there will be no economy to go back to. No one will have a job. No one will be able to survive. Everyone, all the Republicans, all the conservatives, and even some Democrats joined in and talking about how are we going to pay for this $2 trillion bill? And that's to provide one cash payment to each individual $1,200 above the age of 18. That is not going to last 18 months. We can't wait till a vaccine. 
If we really wanted to save as many public health lives as possible, we would be locked up in our houses forever. Because the truth is, in America, 20 to 60,000 Americans die of the flu, which is something that we normally don't close down our businesses for. You know, so you go back to this whole argument of, you know, as people are losing their jobs, the more urgency there is in reopening up the economy. But what Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is talking about, the Green New Deal, would create this permanent damage. We're talking about the coronavirus right now, how dangerous it is to our economic, uh, you know, health and welfare as a country. But the Green New Deal, it would cost $93 trillion, which the CARES Act, which we just talked about, would cost $2 trillion. It would eliminate plane travel, which, you know, are seeking bailouts right now because, you know, the the United States has basically shut down, you know, how you can get in and out with flights. You know, many people are concerned about that right now. You know, so you got all these things and the Green New Deal would make these all permanent. It would get rid of oil forever. And, and the common democratic argument about this is that, you know, it will, th- these energy sources, fossil fuels, fossil fuels will be replaced by green energy. The jobs lost will be replaced by green energy. And that's not what we're seeing. That's not what we're seeing here at all. And to be fair, this is a pandemic. This is different circumstances. But the fact that saying the quiet part out loud, AOC just loves to see people lose their jobs who are working, you know, for oil companies is a really harsh sign that even if you'll lose a ton of jobs and ruin economic activity, that these socialists and people who support the Green New Deal don't care about economic activity at all. All right, so the last story of the day happens to be about small businesses. So, um, you know, obviously, you know, the Senate shut down this this $250 billion loans to small businesses. And when you start to think about it, small businesses are the ones that need it the most. We've talked about on the show before, many Democrats are suggesting instead of giving it to businesses, you give it to workers. But what businesses are doing is they're creating a free market system. And if you don't have any businesses, you don't have any wealth. You can give all the money you want to people. But if that's all you're doing, you're not going to be able to further sustain the life of businesses. And the businesses who are most fragile right now are small businesses who really need the money right now to survive. It's And if you pay these small businesses, not only will they be able to stay in business, but they'll able be able to, comp- you know, keep workers off government programs to be able to keep paying keep paying their workers by just paying your workers you're creating a dependency on the government that is not what paying businesses does businesses will spend it towards their business and keep paying their workers so that will save the economy it will keep workers working it won't create a system of reliance on the government all things that we need and that's been the conservative republican argument to pass this bill to provide extra funding but Kamala Harris said, quote, we cannot let minority-owned small businesses fall through the cracks of the Paycheck Protection Program. I joined my colleagues this week calling for data transparency on small business loans to make sure that people of color aren't being shut out from people for, from help during a pandemic. So Democrats shut this down. Nancy Pelosi shut this down. And now their argument is that it happens to be because they want to make sure that minority-owned small businesses will fall through the cracks. But Ted Cruz had a brilliant comeback to this, and he said on Twitter, quote, Kamala, everybody's falling through the cracks because your party is blocking all new funds for the Paycheck Protection Program. Every day, more and more small businesses go bankrupt, and each week, millions more employees get laid off. 
and Dems keep playing partisan games. Stop. Now, this is exactly right. This is exactly right. Republicans are not suggesting that they do not want funding for minority-owned small businesses. What Republicans are suggesting is a loan program, $250 billion loan program, that would help provide loans that would keep businesses afloat. In no way, shape, or form are conservatives trying to to boycott minority-owned small businesses or stop these businesses from getting money. And if any of them do have those intentions, I disagree with them strongly and think that they shouldn't have those opinions. If this funding is going to go towards small businesses, it better be going to all small businesses, which has been the main argument. And Ted Cruz makes an important point here, that as you wait, that as you stall this thing, as you play these partisan games suggesting that we need to make sure that the minority-owned small businesses you know, get the money they need, everyone's falling under. Everybody's falling through the cracks because the Democrats are holding this up. And that's exactly what we have to realize. Obviously, you know, we need to make sure that this money is being spent responsibly and every small business is giving the, given the opportunity. But this is, we're in a crisis right now. We're in a, the coronavirus pandemic where we need funding now for these small businesses if they want to stay afloat. So that's it for this episode of The James Wilson Show. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll talk to you Wednesday.